Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Positive Pessimist Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Gaither. Hope you guys are all doing well. My guest today is a comedian. His name is Jake Anarino. Very funny guy, and we share a lot of the same opinions about all the stuff that's happening right now in our country. At least I think we do from the things I've seen him post on Instagram. I've always liked this guy. He's a very ballsy comedian and uh, has no fear on stage, and that's my favorite kind of comic. So let's bring in Jake and see what he's been up to. There he is. So how you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Good. I'm glad we didn't have any sort of technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, you're funny, man. You're just one of those people that makes me laugh no matter what you say. You make me laugh. Yeah. That's, you too, man. You know, I've known you for years, brother. Yeah, it has been a long time. Where did I first meet you? Is it Stanford's in Westport? I feel like that's where it was. Yeah, Kansas City, I think. Okay. Or... or did you did were you playing the funny bone at that time in Columbus? Um, Columbus, no, probably not. I think I did meet yeah. you for the first time in. Well, maybe it was. I don't know, but it was either Kansas City or Columbus, one of the two. But both, uh, both two of the better rooms in the whole country. Yeah, man, is Stanford still there? No, all the bro- they're all they're all dead except for the father. All the sons are dead, but the father's still kicking. Damn, the dad outlasted the sons. Yeah, all three of them. Yeah. That's crazy. So, I was saying before we uh, had to restart this thing, uh, yeah, you look good. You've, you've lost a bunch of weight, you said? About 35 pounds. Okay. I was so fat, man. When I first met I, you, you were like kind of skinny. No, I was real skinny. Yeah. And I got fat. And now I'm trying to get skinny again. Yeah. How heavy did you get? About 235 or something like that. Okay. But you're kind of tall, uh, right? What's that? You're kind of tall, right? I'm about 5'11", soaking wet. Okay. So that's fairly tall. Uh, that's tall compared to me. I'm at 197 right now. Yeah, you look good. You're a fine piece of ass. This is exciting uh, podcast material. <laughs> is that all from jujitsu? I quit alcohol about a year ago. Okay. I quit cigarettes. I stopped eating like... I, I was eating just stupid. I was just eating stupid. Yeah. Just not even... Just didn't... Just whatever. Just fast food. Cookies. Just anything. I didn't care, you know? Yeah. But then as you get older, it's like, man, you gotta you gotta be careful, man. It, it can slap... I was so... Did I mention I was so fat? <laughs> I was disgustingly fat. <laughs> I, I I went to Colombia, Medellin, Colombia, right before all this uh, the 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 totally real pandemic that everybody should totally be worried about. <laughs> and uh, dude, I looked at the video. I'm so fat, bro. I was I was like a big fat, just dripping, just dripping with fat. My big like a big fat chin. Yeah, yeah. I I, like, I'm in Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> Like eating people and fucking, it was fuck like horror show, dude. I looked at the video. I was like, I was like, oh my god, man! I there's, I am not, I'm not doing that. Yeah, so, I, I, I got a. You, you wrestled in college, right? I wrestled a couple years in college, yeah. But then I, I quit drinking about ten years ago. And when I, when I quit, like I was up to, I was in the one nineties, and I'm, I'm, I'm maybe five seven if I have really good shoes on. So a hundred ninety. I don't know what I got up to, maybe 193 or so. I was looking pretty fat. And now every now and again, somebody like put up some old picture, and I'm like, can you not show that picture? You know, I, I feel I like... like to, 
erase and delete that whole section. Yeah. Well, it's tagging me in that shit. <laughs> yeah, especially. I'll tag Tim in this. Yeah, I know. 408 pounds. Yeah, and I used to wear these, uh, I don't know, I, I just, I can't stand that shit. Um, and when you stop drinking, it just falls off you, because not only do you stop drinking, but you stop eating like shit, like late at night, just all hammered, you know. Yeah, just, just the, the, the shit that you can have access to eating late at night is usually not great. Yeah. You know, uh, you're not getting leaving the bar and running to the health food store, you right. know. What made you? What made you want to quit drinking? Uh, you know, it was just time. I done. You know, you, you, after a while, I'm I'm getting older. You know, and my hangovers are getting so bad that it's just it's too much, man. I I can't get out of bed for two days, and and I'm not. It's weird. I got this thing where I can't. I see guys that go out and they're like, oh, "I'm going to have a couple of beers," and they'll do it. Like they can have a couple of beers and go. That's it. Now I'm going home. Yeah. I can't. I don't have that in me, man. Yeah. Once I do a beer, it's shots. And then, I, then it's a whole, oh, I'm going to be out all night. Crazy shit. Bring strange women to my house that I've never met and just get just stupid bullshit. And uh, now, like, I'll be in bed till like five or six in the afternoon if I get drunk. Yeah. And I can't afford, I can't do that, man. Yeah. My wife is. My wife is the same way, like, we'll go to dinner or something, and she can have a glass of wine, and sometimes she won't even finish it, and I'm sitting there thinking in my head, like, why don't you finish that? Like, why don't you get another? You know, like, I want to drink for her, you know? Because I... Yeah, I'm the same way, like, I, I never understood just, just having, just, let's have a drink, and I was like, no, I feel good, I want to feel better, let's keep going with this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, backtracking a little bit before we get into all the shit going on right now, um, how did you get into comedy? What made you want to do it? Uh, I was I was in high school, and uh, there was a group of these comedians that were already huge in Columbus, Ohio. They had like three nights a week that they had sold out shows every week in, in these little spaces, and it was called Midwest Comedy Tool and Die. They were an uh, improv group. But they all did stand-up, too, for the most part. And they put an ad out in the paper saying, we need a, another guy. We got road gigs where they were, like, on 30-city tours already. And I uh, went in and auditioned, and I I, st- I got the part, and I started um, workshopping with those guys. And I was literally, I would go to class. I would pr- kind of sleep through my senior year of high school like literally sleep in class. Uh, and then after school, I'd take a nap and I'd go hit the, the, I was doing shows at like eight. Some of those shows didn't start till 10 PM. Yeah. But like on campus and stuff. So I got in with those guys and my dad said, you have to go to college. And I said, I, I don't, I, I really, I just want to work. And he said, well, if you have a job, then you won't have to go to college. And, uh, I just happened to be accepted for the touring group for Midwest Tool and Die. And I was on the road working, man. I told my dad I got a job and I haven't looked back. I've been doing comedy at the, in the clubs and bars for like over 30 years now. Man. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it goes fast. It's been 22 for me. And so you, is it safe to say that you were pretty good for right from the start then? Uh, I had 
my moments. Yeah. I'm not you know, it takes it takes seasoning to get really good, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, I, as soon as I said that, I thought I thought everybody thinks they're good when they're starting out. Like I remember I came across the tape of the first time I featured and I remember thinking the week went really well and then I watched it and this was like I don't know, five or ten years into it, and I featured for the first time like a year into it maybe, and it was just terrible. Like I was doing like this like this uh, New York accent, like, hey, we're over here. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what a baby. Forget about it. Yeah, it was, uh, I would do this thing at the end where I'd be You're like, like you got- act for some reason. What? Who? Tom Irera's act or something. Yeah, I would do this thing at the end where I'd be like, you going to drink that thing? You know? <laughs> like, I don't well, know. What? I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't realize I was doing it at the time, but it just, I don't know, it sounded good to me. Um, so have you been able to do stand-up since all this started? Yeah. Okay. Not, not, I used to. I mean, you know, they've got the, if you hear a buzz there, they, it's weird. Every time I podcast or do anything, they cut the landscapers come around and start weed whacking right outside my window. Yeah. Like clockwork. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. It's like, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's some bullshit. Yeah. I, but, ha- I have the same problem. Trust me. Every time I start to do something in here, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. And then I'm like, mother fucker. <laughs> Hot block in my podcast, man. <laughs> What was the question? Now I'm pissed off. I, <laughs> I just asked how many times you had uh, been able to do stand-up since this started. I've done it. Like, I've been on the road maybe eight to ten times, maybe. I'm not doing the road a lot. Well, I mean, I'm doing the tri-state area. I'm, like, staying around Ohio, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, Indiana. Like, I'm staying in that little region because, dude, they're not you, – you, you're not – it's weird, but you're not legally allowed to sell as many tickets – so I'm capped. Like, they can't afford to take me all the way to fucking uh, Nebraska or something and, and expect to pay me. Because I'm in that weird spot, you know, where you you headline some rooms, you feature others, you feature, like, split-week shit. And, like, I'm not... I stay around here, I headline now, and I just do, do like, bars and stuff uh, that I can get home right after. I don't have to be on the road for for weeks. Uh, it's fine. I mean, I'm getting by. I'm doing better than a lot of guys. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm great for what I have. Yeah. Do you uh, do you set up a lot of your own stuff, or have somebody do it for you? Or um, it's weird, dude. I, shit just falls in my lap, man. To be honest, it's always been like that. I'm like the laziest. I never make call. I'm the worst. I'm literally the worst, and <laughs> I just always work. Yeah. I'm so blessed. It's weird, man. Yeah, well, I think when you're good at it, there's so few people, you know, there there truly are so few people in this business that are actually good at it that I think work falls in, in like, I've always been the same way. Like, I haven't had a day job in over 20 years now, and it's always just kind of, I mean, I certainly do what I, what I have to do, but it, it's always just kind of fallen in my lap, you know, like, I always just end up... Um, like I told my aunt recently, I didn't have much booked and she was like, how are you going to live? And I'm like, I don't know. I'll be all right. <laughs> Some, um, and it always does. So it always does. Yeah. What, what's fr- got, you're just fine. Yeah. Um, what else have you been doing with your time then? Uh, well, you know, I've been training jujitsu a lot, uh, 
like, a, a, you know, a lot, you know how you get consumed with certain things. Yeah. It, it kind of consumes you because it's such a, a chess game. It's, it's more than fighting. It's, uh, just like a, a thinking man's way of, of, um, competition to me. Yeah. And I'm fascinated by the whole thing and I find it very effective. Uh, so I've been doing that. That's been, that's, you know, I read, I read a lot and, uh, I do some writing, but, uh, you know, I, travel was my life before yeah. all that. Like it's, I was going everywhere. I was doing gigs through Europe and all kinds of stuff. And and now with the uh, the totally real pandemic, don't forget to show the proper <laughs> amount of fear and hysteria. Oh yeah, uh, the world has closed down. They've shut it down. Um, I wanted to. My buddy got invited to Brazil to do a jujitsu tournament, and I mean they swabbed his the that swab into your face is like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm not fucking doing that to go anywhere. And now they're, they're saying you're going to need a, uh, a vaccine passport. I guess I'm not fucking going anywhere anymore. Cause I'm not getting a fucking vaccine. Let alone, they're going to call it a freedom pass, a freedom pass. Seriously. Like that, that's a little bit of a, um, oxymoron, isn't it? A, a free man doesn't need a pass. Does he? It's like, Jumbo shrimp, or you know, University of Kentucky. Yeah, it's words don't go together. Hey, I, so. I I totally want to get into that because I I think that you and I have very similar opinions just from the stuff I've seen you post on Instagram. But I wanted to ask you real quick about uh, jujitsu. Uh, first of all, how did you get into it, and can you throw people when you do that? Yeah, well, you know what we do. <laughs> uh, all of our takedowns that I've been learning at my school, the Helson Gracie Academy in Columbus. Um, we're doing a combination of uh, wrestling takedowns, double legs, single legs, things like this, and um, judo throws and things like that. And then uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, the Brazilians have a couple weird kind of uh, body fold sort of things, uh, takedowns and, uh, you know, hook the leg kind of things, wrap them up. Um, we've got a lot of different ways to get the, the fight to the ground. Cause obviously in jujitsu, you want the fight on the ground. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, I, I, uh, got together with these wrestling guys that train jujitsu with me and they've been teaching me the double leg and the jujitsu double leg is bullshit compared to the guy who wrestled in high school, double leg. These guys fucking plow through and fucking just launch y'all. They launch you. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm learning, I'm taking bits and pieces from different, uh, grappling, styles i guess and it, it all plays in a jiu-jitsu tournament it's all ju- uh, judo wrestling uh jiu-jitsu it's all good in, in a jiu-jitsu tournament okay well we have a we have something i think it's jiu-jitsu right around the corner and i would kind of like to get into something like that you know I, i've always told myself i'm going to do one more wrestling tournament before i die like some kind of old timers tournament or something um, yeah but you know i I did it one time and the guy running the class said that he thought I could get good at it, you know, because I wrestled for a long time and, and I love throwing people. Like that was my thing. I wish I would have done Greco Roman because uh, it's all upper body. You can't, you can't, uh, you don't have to worry about your legs at all. So i never did that, but I think I would have been good at it because all I did was headlock just about everybody. I could headlock just about anybody one time before they caught on, even in college. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to ask you that because I wasn't real familiar with jujitsu and and uh, I love throwing people. So maybe I'll try to get into it. Well, I was. What happened to me was I was uh, 
I was taking Krav Maga, and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with it. Kinda. It's it's a lot of striking and uh, yelling and going for, right to the balls and the throat and the eyes and really trying <laughs> to fuck people up in a violent manner. There's no like soft Krav Maga. Okay. <laughs> You know, whereas jujitsu, you could be gentle. You could take the guy down and gently choke him unconscious. <laughs> With Krav Maga, you're trying to kill the person, basically, you know. And okay. So I was taking, I was a badass. And uh, I think it kind of put a negative mindset in me because I started thinking I was tough. And I'm not, I'm a pussy. But I, it, it gives you this, like, mentality, you know, when you train with these people. And I thought, man, Krav Maga, I'm going to be a badass. And then one day some kid walks in with a gi. And I was like, what do you got a gi on for there, Bruce Lee? What's going on with you? And he said, I'm teaching a grappling class. After after this class, I'm teaching grappling. And I'm like, grappling? What kind of pussy shit is grappling? That's yeah. vicious, right? That you, you guys are hugging each other on the ground? What a bunch of little pussies, huh? Yeah. You should do crop out, bro. And this kid goes, I'll tell you what. After class, when you're done... We'll have a match, you and me. You can kick, punch, do whatever you want. And I'm just going to use grappling. And we'll see who wins. I'm like, let me get this straight. I can kick, punch it. I want to fucking murder this dude. <laughs> and man, this guy did things to me that were humiliating and uh, just demoralizing. You ever been in a crucifix? No. Where they got your arm, and you just get it, and you kick. And I was—he was doing things that I didn't have a clue. How do you? How do you defend against this? I just—I literally felt like he was drowning me, and I was like, I was—I was humbled. And I walked out of class, and I remember looking around outside and taking a couple. I was out of breath. I was like, <laughs> this guy totally fucking just killed me, and I'm like, <laughs> about to call nine one one, and I was looking around, and I was like. I'm signing up for that shit right now. I drove to the Gracie Academy and I signed up, met a guy named Robin Geisler. And he was like, come on in. And dude, I don't care how tough you are. If a guy knows how to grapple, you're, you're, there's not much you could do when you're, when your carotid arteries get shit. You're going to sleep. Yeah. These guys are. And okay. uh, I, I never looked back. I was like, I'm not, I want to do jujitsu and wrestling and stuff like that. That's where it's at, man. Those guys, those guys are the baddest, I think. Yeah, well, almost every fight, you know, ends up in a wrestling match. That's just how it is. Especially if you got two guys that don't really know how to fight, and nobody really does. You know, nobody knows how to throw punches and all that shit. Not really. And so they all end up grabbing each other. And when that happens, and you grab hold of a wrestler or a grappler or somebody like that who knows what they're doing, you're fucked. It's over. You're. Yeah. Dude, uh, a guy who had two years of high school wrestling is probably going to kick your ass if you're not a fighter. Yeah. He's probably you. Yeah. Same thing with a boxer. You know, two two punches, you're probably going to get your jaw, your eye socket broken or something. And yeah. So people that are trained in fighting are very dangerous. Like, there's a lot of memes about it, you know, where they're making fun of guys who are like, oh, dude, I don't need to train, bro. Oh, I, I see red bodies start dropping, bro. You're like... <laughs> you wouldn't last through the warm-up of a jiu-jitsu class. You wouldn't. I know girls yeah. that would choke you out. Like, yeah. stop it. You have to train to fight. Yeah, that, that's the thing, too. Like, people don't realize how tired you get in a fight or in a wrestling match, especially. 
you just get you you can't you get to where you see stars and you can't breathe and that happens within about 30 seconds so you know even a big guy i'm like i'm not i'm not claiming i'm some badass but i'm not afraid of big guys because they get tired so fast and when they get tired uh jay robinson who used to coach minnesota go he he had a quote he said uh Fear makes cowards of us, or uh, fatigue makes cowards of us all, and it does. When you're tired, or you're out there with somebody who can fuck you up, you're. It's humiliating, like you said. So I think I want to get into something like that, you know, before I get too old to even do it. You should, man. I'm telling you, if you're ever in Columbus, brother, look me up. I'll take you in. But you know, and a lot of it when when you don't know about the grappling arts, when you have no clue, and some guy is on top of you dominating and controlling you and humiliating you you start <laughs> hyperventilating <laughs> spazzing out and then you're worn out and then once you're worn out you're done man i don't care if you're boxing wrestling street fighting if you gas out that's it yeah yeah Fucking same thing <laughs> it's all the same oh you're funny jake um all right, let's get into this shit. Um, lay it on me. What's what's your opinion of COVID? I'll, I'll tell you mine real quick if you want to hear it. Let me hear it. Um, I think it's the most overblown, hyped up bullshit that's there, that there's ever been. I think it's a bigger lie than 9-11 even was. And uh, it, it's, it's maddening. I live in California, and I don't know how it is in Ohio, but people wear masks around here. They jog in them. I, I want to run over them in my car. And I go to the park, and people will be there already by themselves, just with their family. Some dude and his wife and little girl, and they've all got masks on. And I just want to go, what the fuck are you doing? What are you scared of? Sometimes I'll roll down my window, and I'll, I'll drive past people, and I'll go, don't live in fear. Trust God. And I'll just keep driving. Or I'll go for runs, and I see these young, healthy teenagers late at night, and they're wearing their fucking masks, and they're walking by themselves. And I'll run past him and I'll go, don't live in fear. Quit being a pussy. That mask doesn't even work. And so they've overblown the numbers. You know, they, they say that 500,000 people have died of COVID. That's bullshit. They have, they, since the beginning, they, they based all this shit off faulty computer models. Neil Ferguson was the guy's name. He said that 20 million people were going to die. That shit never happened. But for some reason, uh, all the all the news they... They're acting like it did. They're acting like, oh, my God, there's dead bodies piling up in the streets. Remember, the hospitals were supposed to be overcrowded. The minute I heard that, way back last year, and, you know, I was talking about this shit when it first popped, and people thought I was fucking nuts. I called this shit early. They said, oh, the hospitals are overcrowded. It's crazy. All hell broke loose. You know what I did? I drove to three hospitals that day, and there were fucking ghost towns. And I said, this is bullshit. This whole thing's bullshit. And man, people came at me. They said, "You're you are the worst scumbag in the world." I don't care anymore. Call yeah. me what you want. This is overhyped nonsense. It's all an agenda. They planned it out a long time ago. Bill Gates and uh, Anthony Fauci and and all these guys they planned this shit out a long time ago. They're not secretive about it. They're they're very open about uh, how they planned it out and what they plan to do with it. They're not hiding it. Get on the World Economic Forum and look it up. You're going to be eating bugs. You won't own any private property. Uh, all the other nonsense Klaus Schwab and all these guys are saying. But I got news, man. I don't think they're going to win. I think they bit off more than they can chew. And I think a lot of people are starting to go, yeah, it has been a year, hasn't it? Maybe I should uh, take this shit off and uh, breathe oxygen. 
uh, you know, because these people, what they've done is they've destroyed the economy. They put all the small businesses under. They've made grandmas afraid to hug their grandkids because they've been convinced that human-to-human contact is deadly, which it isn't. It boosts your immune system, by the way. But the worst thing they've done that I'll never forgive, and this is why I think these people need to be held accountable, there's old people in hospitals right now, alone, not able to see their loved ones, dying. It's their last moments, and they don't get to spend it with the people they love because of these stupid restrictions that are bullshit, while these nurses... uh, I've lost all respect for nurses and doctors for not calling this shout out a long time ago and acting like it was so scary and then having the nerve to dance on fucking TikTok. If yeah. this is a pandemic, the numbers would be through the roof. Average death numbers, average. For 2020, was there were no huge spikes other than in the suicide rates, doubled suicide rates because of these people. Uh, so if there was a pandemic, you're not making TikTok videos. You're shitting your pants. Yeah. You're quitting your nursing job because it's terrifying. Yeah. And, and uh, the, the vaccines, they keep changing the definition of things. It, it, you know, it's not a pandemic. Never happened. 20 million didn't die. And it's not a vaccine. These are uh, poisons. They, they go, oh, they're, they're not tested. They're tested. They know what the fuck they do. They kill people. Yeah. And uh, I don't give a fuck if you want to call me a conspiracy theorist or an anti-vaxxer or any of that. I don't care anymore. And neither should anybody else, because this is ultimately a uh, spiritual battle between good and evil going on right now. Yeah. And we got a front row seat. And, they, and the evil, of course, wants to point the finger. You want to kill grandma. You're the bad guy. Look at you. You're not putting uh, a mask on uh, to be respectful. No, no, no. They're, they're twisting it. They're the bad guys. They're the ones who have done all this damage. There's a lot more people dead from the shutdown than from the actual uh, boogeyman hype virus that they're talking about. And uh, it's sickening. The people behind it, we know who they are, and they need to be held accountable. And I mean all the way up, all of them. Are you familiar with a guy named David Icke? Yeah. Well, I watched his video um, maybe a month into this. And at the very beginning of this, you know, because I have a two-year-old and and I have asthma and and allergy-induced asthma. I don't need an inhaler every day or anything, but I was a little worried about all this shit, you know, and, uh, you know, sanitizing our groceries and all that. And then I listened to this guy, David Icke, and it was like he had a playbook for what they were about to do to us. And he was like, what's that? Yeah. And uh, he was like, he was like, this isn't the first lockdown, you know. He's from England or whatever. He's like, he's like, uh, this isn't the first lockdown, you know. No, 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 no. They're going to do it again. And he laid out exactly what the fuck they were going to do. And I just wish everyone would watch that video and be like, he said this. Eight, he said this 10 months ago, 11 months ago, and everything he has said has come to pass. And it, it just blows my mind that people don't have more questions. You know, the flu is not, the, the flu isn't even a thing anymore. You know, that's just been eradicated. I guess that's the one good thing about COVID. It cured the fucking flu. And those doctors that came out that said hydroxychloroquine works, guess what? It fucking does. It just doesn't make anybody any money. It'll cure the common cold if they let it, but they don't want to do that because they don't make any money off it. And so uh, that's why when I see, because there's only a handful of comedians 
who feel the way we do. Most of them are completely on board with all this bullshit. I don't well, know look, what it is. Sorry. comedians are politically retarded. Hang on, I gotta get rid of this thing. Uh, okay. Sorry, I don't know what they pop something up on my thing. Yeah, um, when it comes to politics, I feel like comedians just want to be like on the right side of things, and uh, they don't. They're they're just so ignorant and close-minded. No, they're politically retarded, all. Yeah, I, I look at my Instagram, and most comedians are. Uh, you think they would be intelligent people? They're dumb as shit when it comes to politics. They're on any sort of fad bullshit that comes along. Yeah, and they don't what the fuck they're talking about. They're stupid people. Like most of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's what it is. They're, they're listening to guys like D.L. Hewley for their politics. And if you listen to D.L. Hewley for your politics, you're going to be a stupid motherfucker. That's all there is to it. <laughs> well, I've never listened to him. And uh, um, it, it just drives me crazy, dude. I've, I've got, I, I don't know if you, maybe when we get off here, I'll say the guy's name. But uh, he's a comedian. And I'm, I know you know him. And... I don't know him that well. We, you know, we hung out 15 years ago and, and now he's always on Facebook. And yesterday I made a joke about Joe Biden and I didn't say a word about Trump. I just made fun of Joe Biden. And the next thing I know, he's like telling me what a piece of shit Trump is. And he goes, you need to screw your head on straight. He goes, I love you, but you need to screw your head on straight. And I'm like, well, I don't love you. We're, I'm, we're not even really friends. Um, but fuck you to tell me to screw my head on straight. What are you, my coach? You know, like... The Joe Biden guy telling you to screw your head on straight? Exactly. Joe yeah. Biden's head isn't even screwed on straight. I don't even know if that's the... I don't even know if that's the real Joe Biden. <laughs> Who knows? Did you ever read a book called um, uh, The Devil's Double? No. There's a, it's hard to get a hold of now, but there was a book called The Devil's Double. I think they made a movie, too, and it was about... Uh, Saddam Hussein's son, Uday, uh, <laughs> had gone up to a high school friend and said, Hey, man, I know I haven't seen you in years, but you look just like me. Congratulations, you're going to be my body double. And the guy's like, I don't want to do that. And he's like, well, I'll kill your family if you don't. He's like, all right, I guess sign me up. <laughs> Shit. And he was uh, a double. That, that was his job. Saddam had him. I know for a fact Kamala and Biden had them for certain events uh, and they got caught. People were like, "That that's not really them. You could tell. But the mask thing, you know, helps. Uh, but yeah, it wouldn't shock me if you had some kind of double. I mean, the guy is, uh, I'm not politically uh, ideological. I'm not, I didn't vote. I don't really vote, to be honest. I think it's just good cop, bad cop at this point. But uh, uh, I don't know, man. I, I think Biden is, is actively trying to destroy certain uh, certain important things in this country. He's actively destroying things. I, I think he doesn't have a clue what's going on. I think he's doing whatever he's told so they don't murder him. Because yeah. whoever stole that election for him um, is like, here's what you're going to do, or we're going to murder you and your whole family and whatever. And uh, so I think he's just doing what he's told. I don't even know if he knows what state he's in half the time. Um I wanted to get your before we start bagging on Biden because I love bagging on Biden. I just I just hate his guts. I can't even stand to watch him. Um, yeah. What's your opinion on the mask? Like, I mean, I know what it is, but I just want to hear you say something about it. Okay, the mask. 
I knew the mask was bullshit coming down the pipe. But here's the weird part. Man, this motherfucker out there trimming. Listen to this. Can you hear that shit? I can hear. I, I, we're also in the flight pattern at my house. So I got airplanes and... So we got airplanes and weed whackers and this is the... <laughs> This is the terrible <laughs> podcast. All right. That's all right. We're going to go with it. I can't hear uh, it, though. Good. Yeah. The mask, uh, I had seen that they that people were making petitions for masks. We need a mask mandate. People need to all wear masks. So I made a petition that said masks should be illegal. You're going to walk into a company with a mask on? Like, you're going to walk into a bank with a mask on? That seems really stupid. And uh, the thing is, their side's better organized than our side. Like, they, they just, they're good at that shit. And they made it, they're a bunch of Karens. You should, we should all have to wear masks. But I knew early, the masks have nothing to do with health. Never have. They're such horse shit. All the masks were there for from the beginning. And I told people this was a psychological operation. Because, look, if you look around and everybody's got a mask on, you're like, what a scary world. Oh, my gosh. This pandemic must really be bad if everybody's wearing masks. There's a mask. Oh, oh, I better put my mask on. Oh, my gosh. When, really, if we made everybody take these masks off, would you even know COVID was even a thing? Nope. Probably not. Got that psychological thing. And these, I noticed, I went to, the, I had to do a comedy gig, and there's a girl I never seen. Now she's standing there in front of the door. You have to put a mask on to come in. I said, I'm a comic. I don't care. You have to put one on. And she was like, I got power over you. She never had this kind of power in her life. And she's just loving it. Then you can't come in. I said, bitch, I won't come in. Fuck you. Fuck your club. Fire me. And they fired me. But you know what? I'm not putting the fucking mask on for yeah. anybody. I'm not fucking doing it. It's, uh, it's psychologically torturing children. These kids look at that and it's a scary world they live in. They can't see your, your facial expressions. It's the most evil bullshit I've ever seen in my life, and it's calculated. Now, the masks have been connected to uh, bacterial pneumonia, face lesures. You're seeing all kinds of people with skin issues now. Uh, strep throat is common now, but guess what? When you go to the hospital for uh, bacterial pneumonia or strep throat, they're going to say, oh, you have COVID. Chuck it up for higher numbers. It's all bullshit. It's all very evil, and... Uh, it's it's completely just demonic and wrong. These people putting masks on their kids. You're putting a mask on your kid. Yep. Like, I can't think of anything more evil. Those masks don't do anything for those kids. They don't those do anything. protecting you from shit. They don't do anything for anybody. It, they they don't they don't fucking work. And there's no proof. There is zero proof that they work. And people don't even know how to wear them anyway. Even if they did fucking work, they don't. Eh. It, it drives me insane, dude. I can't stand going to... I make my wife go to the store. I used to love going to the store. I used to love going to the store. Just checking people out and whatever. I was called on. What's that? I had the police called on me last time I went to the store. For not wearing a mask? Yeah. Sarah, do you have a mask? I just walked right by the motherfucker, did my shopping. Next thing I know, uh, we have someone not living in fear and hysteria on aisle nine. Uh, and then, you know... I take off just in time to see the cops pull in and run inside like there's fucking uh, a fire in there or something. I, I don't I don't know. Uh, the other thing about the masks is they go, oh, well, doctors wear masks. Uh, the doctors. Listen, 
doctors are in a fucking completely sterile environment where everything's scrubbed down and they get a fresh mask. Every five minutes, they get a fresh mask. They don't wear them for viruses, by the way. They don't even wear them for that. And when you tell me that it's the same thing, and then I see you put that filthy thing in your pocket, put it on top of the bar for an hour, leave it in your car overnight, and then put it back on your face, please don't tell me it's healthy. How about when you see your waiter flipping with his mask all day, and then he hands you a plate? I'll fucking puke my guts out. These things are a health hazard. Have you seen the, the damage they're doing to the environment? All these people that were lecturing me about the environment my whole life, all of a sudden, don't give a fuck about the environment. They want to just throw their masks. You're in a parking lot. Look at a parking lot. They're spread out like a bunch of jellyfish that washed up on a beach or something. You're knee-deep in fucking filthy masks. But if you want a free mask, they're in parking lots. You can just pick them up. Those, you put them right on your face. Yeah. And that's it's yeah. to stop the virus. Yeah. The totally real virus. It's going to kill you and grandma. Dude, I have been all over the country. Uh, I, I I never wear a mask. I was on a podcast recently, and the guy was like, so how does that work? When you come home, do you, do you quarantine for two weeks? And I'm like, no, I don't do any of that shit. I have a two-year-old and a wife, and we don't do any of it. We go and we see our in-laws. I probably shouldn't say this. They'll probably be knocking on my door in five minutes um, you know, to tell me I'm going to prison or something, but... Did you tell me at the beginning of this, I don't know if we got that part recorded, that they were doing a, uh, what was it called, a freedom pass or some shit? Yeah, a freedom pass. Uh, what they want to do is, if you want to go to the grocery store or a bar or a casino or a check into a hotel, you have to have a pass that proves that you've been vaccinated by this thing that, by the way, doesn't stop the illness and doesn't stop the spread of illness and it's hot. it's not even experimental. They go, oh, well, the FDA hasn't approved it. They, they've experimented. They've done animal testing on the RDNA vaccine, and it fucks the animals up. The animals end up dying of viruses and colds and flus and shit because their uh, immune system ends up overreacting to things. The RDNA thing is uh, by no means any sort of medicine, but it's all leading to – here's where I get into Cookville – but uh, some people might say it's all leading to the biblical mark of the beast, in my belief. I think they're just baby stepping us. Look, you can't do this unless you wear your mask. You can't buy groceries or anything. Okay, now you can't do it unless you have the facts. Well, look, everybody keeps, they keep forging these vaccine papers. They're forging them. We're going to have to do something else. How about a biometric tattoo in your right hand or your forehead, and then... You won't. You can buy, sell, or trade again as long as you have the mark. Where have I read that before? That seems familiar to me from somewhere. Revelations. Go ahead. Yeah, I just said Revelations. It's Revelations, right? That's right. Yeah, it, it's it's the biblical prophecy coming true before our very eyes. If they built the third temple, hold on to your ass because uh, this shit's happening. You know, Damascus getting bombed. Uh, there's all kinds of biblical uh, prophecy happening right now. But I don't know, you, you may or may not be into that. If you are, fine. If you're not, no big deal. Me personally, I think it's kind of interesting that things are going the direction that uh, we were warned not to go. Yeah. And uh, I'm not taking a vaccine. I'm not, I'm, not. I'm not fucking taking it either. And, you know, I don't know if my wife and I are going to have a kid or not. Again, we have one, but uh, I don't know if we're going to have another one. 
And people have already said that that's not a good idea if you want to have a kid. You know, there, Bill and Bill Gates was. Uh, by the way, I, I agree with what you're saying about the mark of the beast and all that, and the cashless society. That's so slowly becoming a thing. And it is. and uh, yeah, I'm not going to take one. I, I'm not going to take one. I don't trust it. It's not. It, you can't make a vaccine and make it safe in that short amount of time. You just can't. You know. And uh, dumbass came on the other night. And did his speech, and I actually watched it. I, I can only watch it in like short spurts. I could I could watch like five minutes at a time because he makes me want to vomit. But uh, he said that he he got the vaccine publicly to prove that it's okay. And I'm like, first of all, yeah. it, was, it was probably saline they shot into your arm. And second yeah. of all, if you got the vaccine, then why are you still wearing that stupid mask? You know. Well, you know they're saying you got the you still got to wear the mask even after the vaccine. So I'm like, why why would you take it then? Exactly. What's the point? None of it's supposed to make sense. Like, when all these people start dropping dead from the vaccine, and they already are, they're going to say, you know what it was? The unvaccinated people. And you're like, well, that doesn't make sense. doesn't have to make sense. They can say whatever the fuck they want now. The Constitution's out the window. Our politicians are actively working against us. The the stimulus. Everybody's excited. Oh, I get $1,400. You were taxed five thousand seven hundred bucks to get that fourteen hundred. First of all, second of all, you got fourteen hundred. Bill Gates got three point five billion. Wow, B- billion with a B. Like, ha- ha- who is this guy? All of a sudden, he's telling me I got I, I, I my life won't go back to normal until I take his product pumped into my veins. And and he uh, did you hear some of the other shit he wants to do? He wants to block out the sun. I haven't heard that. Why does he want to do that? Global warming, which is, again, totally real problem, and we all need to take it very seriously. They've been saying that shit since the 60s. Dude, Al Gore said we were all supposed to be dead by, like, 2007 or something. It's all bullshit. It's It's all just to push their bullshit. It's all a lie. The environment, we couldn't destroy this environment if we tried. It's impossible. Yeah. You know, uh... But uh, well, a lot of the, get, a lot of what the sorry, go ahead. He wants to block out the sun to protect us from global warming. You block out the sun, you can protect us from good crop yields. Is what you're going to protect us from, and vitamin D. The guy's a fucking idiot. What else did he say? He wants to uh, release millions of genetically modified mosquitoes into Florida. Who what? else wants to do shit like this other than a, a villain in a James Bond movie? Yeah. Well, fuck, you know, when I think about the earth being dark and and why does he want to why does he want to uh, do that with the mosquitoes? What's the point of that? Something about ending malaria or something like that. He's always got some weird excuse. Oh, it's going to do this or that. I think probably um, if I had to guess, I would think they were probably injecting you something, injecting with something in people with them. That would be my guess. This guy's never on the level about what he's doing. Look at his background, his history. He's got he was uh, has a borderline criminal, straight up criminal history. The guy, uh, the the guy won't, and he wants to run every aspect of everyone's lives. It's the craziest shit I ever saw. Yeah, Robert F. Kennedy wrote a really interesting article about uh, Bill Gates and what he did to all these kids in like these remote villages in like Africa and places like that. Places that they can't get on Facebook or make a fucking phone call and be like, hey, uh, this guy came and gave us shots and now we're all fucked. 
Um, but he like they, a bunch of people died and and had all kinds of defects. He sterilized hundreds of thousands of women. He uh, against their will sterilized them. Oh, we didn't know it would do that. He uh, uh, paralyzed a bunch of kids in India. Paral like I, I think it was forty thousand. If I'm lying, he could sue me, and you know we'll have to take this down. But I'm not lying. The guy, the guy's been run out of uh, country after country, and uh, he, he's just pure garbage. And and you know your health doesn't come from a doctor's needle. I don't give a fuck what they say. What about polio? I don't give a fuck about polio. We 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 actually like we bathe now and shit like that. We have soap. You know maybe that's why we're not. You don't know why we're not getting polio. It's not because these. These vaccines are just so great; they're ending all these illnesses. Yeah. Bill Bix has no desire to end illnesses. None. So Half their shit gets other side effects. I take this pill for for my uh, arthritis, but then I have headaches, so I take this pill. But that get, makes my mouth dry, so I take the. Yeah, that's why Grandma's on thirty-seven pills. Yeah. Um. And you said you felt this way from the start, like there was never any time where you were kind of bought into it at all. Not for a fucking second. Go look at my Instagram and scroll all the way back a year ago and look at. I did uh, my first thing was a pep talk for the United States, <clears throat> where I was talking about we're not scared. We we shouldn't be scared of this shit. Uh, and then right after that, I did a thing on uh, a list of things that I find scarier than coronavirus. There's a lot of shit scarier than coronavirus, bro. Yeah, you know. Well, dude, if you're if you're zero to seventy, the death rate is like the survival rate rather is ninety nine point nine seven. It's like you have a yeah. better chance of getting eaten by a shark in Kansas. You know, it, it's just absolutely ridiculous. And I, so, wow. I, I from the at the the very beginning of this, you know, I, I kind of felt like it was an overreaction, and then I got a little bit worried about it for maybe two weeks, and then. And then after that, I, I, I've watched that David Icke, and now, or ever since then, so the last year, I've just, and a lot of people, like when I put something on Facebook, um, a lot of people agree with me, which is a good thing, but then there's always some dickhead that comes along having to say something, whether it's about... Those guys beat up on, though, because they don't have reality in their corner. It, look, what are you going to trust? Some douchebag on Facebook saying, oh my gosh, everything's terrible and you have to give up your rights. Or the guy saying, hey, look around, look, go to your hospital, drive to your hospital tonight, see if it's overcrowded or not. You could drive, you could walk right in and look around. It's fucking not. Yeah. You know, they go, what about L.A.? L.A.'s hospitals are always overcrowded because uh, they've got some issues going on. Uh, you know, they, they let anybody in there. So everybody with a hangnail goes in and takes a bed up. And it's always been like that. It's no different than any other flu season. Hang on one second. I need to grab a, a, something right over here, a drink. All right. I, I whistle. Uh, yeah, but so who, who are you going to believe? Are you going to believe the media who's telling you, oh, my gosh, uh, just the, it's the black plague? Or are you going to believe your own two, your own senses, your own two eyes? Yeah. I believe just what I, what I can verify. A half a million dead? Total bullshit because I know people personally that died of other things like heart attacks and they called it COVID. Yeah. So I know for a fact they're full of shit. Yeah, absolutely they're full of shit. And and it's been documented that if you come in and die of anything else that, you know, and, and the, the, the doctors and shit that have come out, you know, they're always like, I trust the science. And I'm like, this is a scientist. 
he's just not in the in the fucking club, you know. But all the there's been countless doctors. I could send you a video uh, that I wish everyone would watch. This lady is a doctor and a lawyer, and she's talking about how this is all bullshit, and she makes so much sense. And they have they have uh, um, made it so you can't say, God, why can't I think of the word when they won't let you? Uh, censorship. They, censorship. Jesus. Um, yeah, they have censored her. Like you wouldn't believe, and she makes so much sense, and I'm like, dude, it's it's very fucking frustrating. I I, I feel like I've aged five years in this year alone just because I get so pissed off at people, you know. And if you watch CNN for five minutes, I understand why some of these dumbasses believe what they do, but they are lying to you, <laughs> you know. There, it's a fucking lie. They got those the the death toll in the corner and. And uh, the, the, the John Hopkins fear porn death map. Look at all the red areas. Oh, my gosh. You better just you need to give up your rights because your freedom is dangerous. And China is the future. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and have you noticed that everything, you know, it's all starting to slowly open up and everything else now that they don't need COVID to steal that election? You know, now they're I, they're they're relaxing. I think they're going to lock it all down again. Oh, you do? They're going to. Those PCR tests again and go, oh, oh, another way. Oh, no, wait. It's a new variant. Yeah. Look, new variant. Yeah, but the old variant wasn't shit. Shut up. Science. That's not science. <laughs> it's always funny. These people that want to lecture you about science, ask them how many genders there are and then see if they're still lecturing you about science. Yeah. Oh, then you show them like a, a peer reviewed study showing them that masks are bullshit. And they're like, not that science. My science. Yeah. Well, like science. That's like uh, when uh, John Oliver, piece of shit, dirtbag, propaganda agent, cocksucker that this guy is. This guy, John Oliver, marches out a bunch of guys in white lab coats. Look at all these doctors. They all say that global warming is really dangerous and real and you should give up your rights because the world's going to end in a global warming. They all agree. All of them. Look, 100 doctors. 100 doctors on stage with lab coats. Go fuck yourself. Doctor, listen, scientists don't agree on anything. Not climate change, not coronavirus, fucking nothing. They can't agree on a horse race. These guys, and, the, and just because John Oliver shows a guy in a white lab coat, I'm not impressed. I know a lot of other people, they see Fauci in a white coat and they're like, oh, this guy must really know what he's talking about. Just because the TV says the guy's an expert doesn't mean he's an expert on jack shit. Yeah. You know, they're full of shit. Fauci's been full of shit the whole time. No masks. One mask. Two masks. Five masks. Yeah. They all fucked them. I'm not going along with any of this shit. And you're right about what it's doing to the kids. My little boy never wears a mask. We don't make him wear one. And they kicked us out of the airport a few weeks ago, or at least him and my wife, because we couldn't get him to wear a, a fucking mask. And we made the mistake of being honest. And they're like, well, then he can't get on the plane. So I had to walk him out to the curb. And my in-laws had to come get my wife and, and baby. You know, and I was taking them home to see my... And they came the next day, but it cost me an extra 600 bucks just because the lady couldn't use common fucking sense. And uh, and you can tell that he, when he meets people and they have a mask on, he, he's kind of leery of them. And I don't blame him. And this guy came up to us at the park. And uh, he was... He, I, I, I was standing back just watching my kid play. And he goes up to this other little kid, and he's just, like, patting him on the back, you know. And he wasn't fighting him or anything. He was just like, don't touch our son. And I was like, and I got closer, and the guy's like, don't you touch our son. And I'm like, hey, man, he's two years old. Don't talk to him that way. And he's like, well, he's not wearing a mask, and you guys are being very disrespectful. And I'm like, 
The masks don't work, buddy. I'm sorry to bust your bubble, but they don't work. Them telling you, you have to wear them. See how they flip everything? It's part of media-driven mental illness is what I call it. The media has made these people fucked in the head. And that's why I really think we need a law where these news channels should report the fucking news. Not, Not propaganda. The, the CNN shouldn't be able to wind these people up like this all the time and get them all worked up and crazy because they are. They're mentally ill people. They, they're very, they're broken people. The guy with the mask, I know guys that haven't left their house in a year. Wow. They've, they've broken these people. That guy at the park yelling at your son, he's broken, dude. There's no fixing these. They're, and here's the other thing. This is going to be hard to get out of because these people are not going to want to admit that they are fucking idiots and we're wrong about this, but they are. And you know, if you're watching and uh, you're, you're in this COVID reality, I'm just telling you, you're wrong. You're fucking stupid. I'm sorry, but you shouldn't get to vote. Not everybody should get to vote. That's another thing. We need no more propaganda. We should make it illegal. You print something, that shit better be real. And uh, not everybody gets to vote. Look, I work, I pay my taxes, um, I've never been to jail. I get a vote. But some uh, scumbag crackhead who's uh, stealing uh, stealing shit and, and being a criminal, why does he get a vote? Yeah. We get of them, oh, I want to vote away his rights. Wait, all these assholes get to vote away my rights? That's, yeah. that's why uh, it was so brilliant what uh, Franklin said. D- democracy is uh, two wolves and a sheep arguing over what's for dinner. Yeah, you know, it comes to a vote. That sheep's getting eaten. <laughs> you know, we are. Why should we? Why should they get a vote? Fuck these people. Yeah, and if you're not responsible enough as an adult to get an ID, you shouldn't be allowed to vote either. That's another ridiculous thing. How how do the Democrats have such a stranglehold on the black community and the black community not punch them in the face? It's the weirdest thing. I know. Joe Biden literally said, "Black people don't know how to get on the internet." What? That's the most racist shit I ever heard in my life. And they line up to vote for this cocksucker. He, it's the craziest shit I ever saw. He is a career racist. That You can find so many examples sure. of shit he has said. He did a eulogy for Robert Byrd, who was in the Klan. It just it blows my freaking mind, the things that people believe. Um, I, I, he had a bunch of bills that were designed to lock black men up in cages for minor offenses... And you know who uh, prosecuted those black men and helped him put all of them in jail? Kamala, Kamala Harris. Harris. That was her number one deal. Yeah. They're the worst people for the black community in the world. And you know, the black community was waking up. They were starting to say, no, nah, I'm not into this. But then you, know, you saw what happened. and yeah. it, It's strange. I don't know how people can uh, stand up for, for such corrupt, evil, racist people and then have the nerve to say if you disagree, you're the racist. It's like you got balls there, man. Yeah, I know, dude. It, it's it's uh it's super frustrating. Have you lost any friends over all this shit? Oh, dude, I've been loud about this for a year. I've got people that want to fist fight me. I've had the cops called on me. I've had uh, did you name it? I've lost comedy gigs. I want half the clubs won't book me anymore. You know what? I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn at all. I'll I'm gonna say. What I, I, this is a country where we used to be able to, to stand up for what we believe in, but now we can only stand up for bullshit. 
if you stand up for something good, you're demonized. But you know what? I'll, I'll be the bad guy. Fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, like I've been doing these podcasts and, and, uh, and some of them I've been doing solo and, and I've been talking about this stuff and I, I, it, they've been doing pretty well. Like I've, I've gotten another 6,000 subscribers during all this uh, pandemic shit just because I've been saying the truth and people are starved for it. You know, there's a, there's a good population of people in this country who know this is bullshit and that we're being, that we're being led down a road that we're never going to be able to come back from. And a lot of, you know, I have friends that think this is all just politics as usual and it's all going to, you know, and I'm like, no, it's not. It's just not. It's way more fucking evil than that. It's a, it's a global communist satanic takeover. That's what it is. Yeah. It's not politics as usual. When they say we want to stick something in your arm, if I rape a woman, I'm a rapist. If I stick my dick in somebody and penetrate them, that's rape. If I take a, if I'm on the street and I take a knife and I stab you, that's attempted murder. If you take a needle full of poison, which is what's in those things, and you go, try to stick it in somebody against their will, you know, you are a criminal. These people are criminals and their coercion is illegal. All of this is against, the masks go against all kinds of laws as well. It's all illegal. It's all highly illegal, but they just don't care. Yeah. They just, they don't, they don't care. They're about the law, I guess. And something else that they've done is uh, just completely ignore China's influence in all this shit. Like, if you read a newspaper called the Epic Times, they 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 had an article recently that uh, illustrated all the ways that China is infiltrating our media and Hollywood and um, big tech and Facebook and all that shit. Part of the reason people are arguing so much is because. The Chinese know how to make people argue. They're master manipulators. They've been fucking over their own people for forever. You know, that's their bag. And if you if you say that, people are like, oh, you're racist against Chinese. And, and how about this? I hear this shit all the time. Dum Dum said this in his speech. He goes, he goes, crimes against Asian Americans are are trip been tripled in the last year. And I'm like, bullshit. I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that people are going around. Just, you know, maybe it happens occasionally, but it, it, it drives me crazy how they always, they always act, they'll get like some racist bitch at a Kentucky Fried Chicken in Tennessee, and she'll be saying the N-word or something, and they're like, act like she's some kind of uh, uh, speaking for uh, just the masses. I'm like, just, it's some drunk bitch at a Kentucky Fried Chicken. She's not representing yeah, anyone. Yeah. Instagram reposted and reposted and it goes everywhere and they read it again and again. You got to remember these people, they wake up in the morning and they get on Twitter to find out what they're supposed to be outraged about. They literally do this. This is the way they operate. It's really weird. What am I supposed to be pissed off about today? Oh, this, oh my gosh, this racist woman in Kentucky. That's got to, that's, she represents anyone against our bullshit. Obviously. Yeah. It's like, that's an, have, have, They're mentally, sorry? They're mentally ill. Yeah. So you said you've lost work. Have people flat out told you that's why they weren't going to book you? Yeah, I, I had, uh, I, I definitely had some people tell me if you're not going to put the mask on, you got to leave. And I try to explain to them just how evil and stupid all that is. And they're like, well, you know, and, you know, I, and I know people that know the masks are bullshit, but they're playing along anyway. Uh, just to go along to get along. And, and those people disappoint me the most because uh, 
Dude, I I know a guy, he says, I put the mask on because I don't want to get the restaurant shut down. So I'm being a nice guy. I'm like, listen, that restaurant should have been in a, in a class action lawsuit a year ago. They need to stick up for themselves. Like, yeah. that's not, you can't force somebody. And how about that? This was the first time I got fired for not wearing a mask. I'm doing a gig, and it's an outdoor gig in a courtyard. An outdoor gig. And the girl says, you have to put a mask on. I said, uh, it's outdoors. She said, I don't care. And I looked around, and I, and I was like, well, those people aren't wearing them. She said, well, they're sitting down. And this is the first time I heard this. I said, so wait, when I'm sitting down, I don't have to wear one? She said, yeah. I said, well, I'll come back with a wheelchair, and I'll just wheel in here. That way I'll be sitting the whole time. Will that work? No, if you come through the door, you got to put the mask on. So it's like some weird game. you got to put the mask on to come in. Then you sit down, you can take it off. Now it's safe. Oh, Corona's up here, you know. It's some, but I, I said, I, I'm just not doing that. I said, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not doing that. And uh, she said, well, then you're not going to come in. You're not going to do comedy. And, and then the manager comes and he says, you're not following protocol. We would like it if you don't come back to the club ever again. Yeah. And I said, well, you're a piece of shit and fuck your club. Yeah. Well, good for you, man. Um, yeah, because, you know, I, there's been times where I've put it on and I begrudgingly and, and to do to get into the restaurant and then sit down and, and take it off. And, and you get dirty looks for, you know, because I, I like as soon as I get into Target, I'll wear it to get through the door and then I'll take it off. And people give me dirty looks and shit. And they have that look on their face like, you're the problem. You're why this won't go away. And I'm like, you're the problem. If coronavirus is a thing, which I don't even know if it is. Um, but if it is what they say it is, the reason that it's, get, that it's still a thing is because you have this false sense of security because of that stupid piece of cloth on your face. You think that you can just get right up next to somebody and talk to them and it won't, it'll, it'll be fine because you've got this bulletproof shield. But you don't, you know, and... Social distancing. No, not not you and me. Us not wearing masks. We're not the reason this shit's still going on because it's make believe. The numbers are make believe. They're the reason we're still in this because they keep complying. Their uh, lack of critical thinking. Their lack of uh, asking questions. Their compliance. Their stupidity. Uh, that's what is keeping this going on. We can. Did you ever see the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Yeah. Okay. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, uh, uh, Jack Nicholson, 1967. It won like five Oscars, just a beautiful movie. I watched it. I had seen, uh, I had read the book. I can't can't see you anymore. Oh, hang on a second. This movie by Ken Kesey, it's called, uh, uh, the book was by Ken Kesey. And I suggest reading the novel and seeing the movie because they're just so beautiful. They're just so so well-written and wonderful, but there's a character that goes to the mental institution. And uh, he, well, he was uh, uh, in a workhouse, prison workhouse, and he wanted to get out of it, so he acted crazy. So they throw him into the nuthouse, right? And while he's in the nuthouse, he meets all these guys, and these guys are always complaining. Oh, the rules. Oh, the everyday. They're, they're, They're always telling us what to do. This is the worst place I've ever been. This place sucks always grumbling and griping. Well, later in the book, he finds out that a lot of those guys were there voluntarily. And he just blows a gasket. He's like, 
You guys mean to tell me you could walk out of here whenever you want? You could leave the cuckoo's nest? And they're like, yeah, you didn't know that? He's like, I can't. I'm stuck here. I want to leave. And you guys can and you don't? All you do is bitch about it. And the guy's like losing his mind for real. He's like, I can't, I can't fathom this. We are in the cuckoo's nest. All we have to do is convince these people to admit they were stupid, admit they were wrong, and, and just walk out of the cuckoo's nest. If we all say we're all not wearing masks, we're not getting any experimental injections, we're not going to get freedom passes, we're walking out of the cuckoo's nest. We have the power to do it as a people, but we're not, we're not organized to do it. We're divided. Uh, and uh, too many people have bought into this thing so much that they know it's bullshit, man. They can, look, this, the, the woman that comes up to you and says, don't touch our son, don't touch our son, you should be like, motherfucker, you shouldn't be out of your house. If you're that scared, if there's this terrifying pandemic, you're taking your kid out to play at a park, you're going to a restaurant to eat, no, 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 that don't play with me. You're full of shit. You either are lying and you're playing along or you're just so stupid that you shouldn't even have a kid. Yeah. You know? I agree with that. You walk out of the cuckoo's nest, bro. I know. I agree with that completely. How do we get people... Like, I've done my... I've done the best I can. I'm doing the best I can to convince people that it that it's not what they're making it out to be. And you just get this look or people are like... You know, the worst thing, too, is when people are like... Um, you know, I just don't understand why it's a big deal. Just It's just a piece of cloth on your face, and then you get the vaccine, and, it, you know, the sooner we do this, the sooner it'll be over. And they genuinely believe that shit. And I don't know how to convince them, because even if they agree with you, like you said, they still won't not do it. No, they're uh, useful idiots. They're TV-watching useful idiots. They, they just, they're so programmed, and they're programmed in a way to where they're stupid, but they think you're stupid. Like, everything they're guilty of, they project onto you, you yeah. know? You're a conspiracy theorist. Hang on, let me put my mask and my goggles on. Oh, oh, this is a scary world, but you're the weirdo. You're the one believing a bunch of lies. Bullshit. Uh, the racism. You're a racist. You don't agree with what we say. You don't believe that black people are too dumb to get on the internet and buy an ID. Well, then you're racist. No, wait. Yeah. You're fine. What are you talking about? They always accuse us of what they're guilty of. Which is like their way of confessing. That's why whenever I get insulted by somebody in that group, I just I'm like, they're whatever they say about me, they're saying about themselves, not me. Yeah, they're the conspiracy theorists. They're the ones who are believing that there's a boogeyman around every corner, and they can't even grandmas can't hug their grandkids. They're that scared. Yeah, that this evil what they've done to these people. It's yeah. unforgivable. I really think they need to be held accountable. I don't know how. Do you? What do you? How do you? How do you feel about about Trump and all that? And do you buy into that? You know that I had a I had a guy on my spot, podcast named Scott McKay, and he talks about how this is all a military operation and all that stuff. And and I want to believe that stuff. And a lot of it sounds feasible. And and uh, I've looked into some of it. And some of the stuff that like Q has said and all that has come true. Um, but I, I, you know, what do you think about all that? Well, I'm not, I'm not on either side politically, to be honest. I, I had, is Trump better than Biden? A thousand percent. Yes. There's no, that's not even debatable. 
Biden's uh, uh, out to lunch. Trump actually did some good things. Uh, but I had some issues with some things that Trump did. Trump was out there standing next to Anthony Fauci this whole time. Trump was behind Operation Warp Speed to get that vaccine out there for everybody. I'm not down with that. He gave Gavi, which is Bill Gates' uh, vaccine initiative, he gave them billions of our dollars. I'm not on the Trump train, man. I'm not on anybody's train. I'm on the uh, Jesus train. That's that's about the only one that's going to fix this uh, dumpster fire. Yeah. The only guy that's going to come fix this. But is he better than Biden? I don't think that's even a question. Biden's a yeah. disaster. I know. People think that, people think that uh, you know, I've become this total Trump guy and, and I, I'm not necessarily about him. I just hate Joe Biden and all the shit that they're trying to get away with and that they are getting away with. You know, like 90% of that stimulus package. You know, I, I just can't believe that people are okay with the fact that they've taken 90% of that $6 billion or trillion dollars and all they're doing is laundering that money and sticking it right back in their own pockets with all this bullshit. That's all they're doing with it. And we're like, oh, we're getting 1400 bucks, like you said. We're not really. We're the ones paying for it. So you're not you actually getting $1, shit. $1,700 to get 1400 back. Yeah. You pay $5,700 for uh, gender studies programs in Pakistan and Bill Gates uh, Foundation. And it's a total, it's a to it's completely criminal what these, uh, these politicians are doing. And then how about these dummies going, gee, I wonder what the troops are doing in D.C. They're, uh, your country's been conquered. That's what they're doing. That's what happens when your country's been conquered. The, the, the military surrounds the guys that are fucking you. Yeah. Look at Venezuela. I go to jiu-jitsu with the dude from Venezuela. When I was in Colombia, Colombia, I met a bunch of Venezuelans. I've been to uh, Cambodia, and I met people that lived through Khmer Rouge. You know what all the and, and I know people that uh, left Cuba to go to Colombia and to Miami. I know these people. I've met them. I've talked to them. You know what they all tell me? They say your country is going through exactly what we went through: the tearing down of the statues, the burning of books, the censorship, the hate, the division, the uh, the politicians um, rigging elections. All of it. This is all. This is nothing new. This is a global communist takeover. We've been conquered. Those troops, isn't there a posse? How does posse comitatus work? I don't even think those troops are allowed to be in D.C., are they? I could be wrong about that. Maybe somebody could write in and tell us. I'm not sure. But uh, but I'm not I'm not uh, endorsing, and, and I'm not happy with my own troops being in D.C. to protect these shitbags, writing these crazy-ass bills. They're all, as far as I'm concerned, they're they're treading really close to being traitors, if you ask me. They need to fucking come home and and uh, don't take illegal orders to protect people. But they're um they're flushing all the um they're flushing all the uh, non Democrats out of the military right now. Oh really? Yeah, they're 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 getting rid of anybody who's not comfortable shooting. Uh, people who still believe in the constitution they're they're getting ready to make their moves there this is a hostile evil takeover i've been to china i i was in a bar once and this girl said have you seen this show black mirror and i don't i don't have tv i don't watch tv but i said no i haven't seen it she goes oh it's like the twilight zone it's so freaky 
there was an episode last night where this woman goes to buy a plane ticket and she couldn't do it because they said her social score was too low and she said something on Facebook they didn't like. And I said, thank the Twilight Zone. I saw that in China. They have that. Yeah. They have their own Facebook. They, like, that's real shit. That's, that's all that these shows are, are giving you a glimpse of, of what's coming so that you can go, oh, oh, I saw that on a show. That's weird, but it's happening. But I guess that's what's supposed to happen. It's like it's like that show House of Cards. You know, all they're doing is is taking out of the playbook that they use every freaking day, and then writing a show about it. Like, how do they come up with this? They don't come up with it. That's what they do. You know, um, they're how it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't really know where to go as far as uh, where I should go next as far as this podcast. It seems weird to talk about comedy now, but have you noticed? Uh, a difference in the last four years, especially in comedy in like show and crowds and that kind of thing. Uh, I mean, I don't really talk about this kind of thing on stage. My act is just pretty user friendly. I don't, I don't try to be too divisive, but I have noticed like the left wing comics are getting way more militant. If you go to any open mic night in a major city, and you watch the open mic comics. They all have the same set list. Make fun of Jesus. Make fun of uh, Trump. Global warming's totally real and scary. Uh, coronavirus deniers are idiots. Uh, something about uh, pedophilia. They'll have a joke about pedophilia, thinking that's hilarious. They all have the same set list. It's like, the oh, I'm so edgy. Oh, uh, it's just uh, just talking points disguised as comedy. And look at all the um, the talk show hosts. They're all propaganda agents, every one of them. Yep. Every single one of them. They've destroyed these once great shows. Like, uh, who's the guy, Colbert? Stephen Colbert? Yeah, I hate this that guy, dude. This guy's smart enough to know he's full of shit about this stuff. And Obama sits down and he's just like, oh, oh, oh. Shove it in my mouth, Barack. And then uh, that, that, not one hard question. You got Jimmy Kimmel. You got uh, all these all these morons, and they wonder why kids are going to YouTube watching Salty Cracker get uh, three million views, making fun of them. Yeah, because oh, people want the truth. I did. I gave a speech Saturday night for this organization of uh, doctors, lawyers, engineers, and scientists who have figured out what a crock of shit COVID is. I've never given a speech in my life, but I went up and I told the heartfelt truth of what I believe. I got a standing ovation because people, there's, there's, we are the good guys and people are getting sick of being told what a piece of shit they are and how they want to kill grandma because they don't live in this mentally ill world with the rest of these morons. Yeah. You know, that, that act's getting old fast, man. And I, I think we got a chance of winning this thing. I hope so. You know, I've done a handful of shows, and, and I'm usually the guy on the show that, that goes up and says everything different than what the feature and the opener said, because a lot of times they're doing exactly what you said, you know, what they think will do well, because that's what's on TV, you know, and and yeah, if you're against this, you're a conspiracy theorist and all that other bullshit. Well, in my eyes, if, you know, if like you said kind of earlier, you touched on it, like I touched on 9-11 a little bit, but 
people believe that um, they don't believe in conspiracy theories, but they do believe that steel reinforced concrete buildings turn into powder in 11 seconds because a plane hit it. They'll believe that because they saw it on their TV. But I'm like, I'm like, how can you believe that? But you don't believe this. You know, it's just it's a very frustrating time to be alive. But I feel like the feedback I get on Facebook is mainly positive. Are you not on Facebook anymore? Because I could use your help. I don't have Facebook. <laughs> They're too hostile to me. Yeah. Every time I, I type anything, uh, uh, dude, uh, hey, it's my grandma's birthday. Oh, fuck that bitch. She was around during slavery, motherfucker. <laughs> and then I have to say, you're a fucking retard. And then they're like, oh, that, oh that's against community standards. I'm like, I've seen the community. They have no standards. Don't, don't tell me. It's weird. They've got it set up so like a leftist can say anything they want. The meaner, the better. Like the meaner, the funnier. Look at look, the shit they said about Trump's kids and shit. But if you say anything that and I'm not even on the right, but if I make fun of them. Oh, oh, how, that's off limits, sir. How dare you? And that's the thing about me. I, I make fun of everybody. So fucking I don't I don't care. But Facebook, the 30 day suspensions. They got pretty old. I said, you know what? You want to take me off 30 days? I'm taking myself off this bitch completely. How about that? Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I've never been on the right or the left either. and But I did kind of start liking Trump a little bit because I didn't think that he was on either side either. I, you know, I, I believe what he said about draining the swamp and all that stuff. And I, I still hold some hope that that might be happening, like with from a military standpoint and and I don't know, sometimes I feel crazy for believing it, but I did look into a lot of the things that he did, and he's done a hell of a lot for the country. He doesn't have a very good, uh, you know, Americans are so obsessed with window dressing, like how does something look, how does he look, how does he sound? You know, they don't give a shit, like Barack Obama. If you do some research into some of the things that guy did, you know, <laughs> he was an evil he motherfucker. Huh? He brought back slavery to Libya. He gave Libya over to literal black slave traders. Wow. Like they sell black men on the auction block. Hmm. This guy, this guy was garbage. Yeah, this guy started worse than George Bush. How do you even do that? <laughs> and you, you and me are not George Bush guys. Before anybody starts thinking we're these, uh, you know, just uh, what do you call it? Right, right, left leaning guys. Uh, you know. Uh, I don't like any of these politicians anymore, man. I, I don't, I think they, I think they're just doing like the pro, like uh, Jesse Ventura said it once. It's like the pro wrestlers. They act like they hate each other on camera exactly. and then they uh, wrestle and they yeah, have this fake fight and then they go back and have beers and laugh at the hillbillies for believing it all. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what it is. And that's, you know, again, that's kind of why. I started liking Trump as I felt like he was trying to expose all the shit that they've been doing for generations to to make us to to get rich, you know, screwing us. And he can't comes in and doesn't say it very well all the time. But he was like, "Here's what they're doing to you, and here's what I'm going to do to fix it." And I don't believe everything he says by any means. And I was on board with with what you said about them rolling out the vaccine so fast. You know, I, that there was things that he did that made me kind of question, like, you know who to believe or what to believe, but I genuinely was like, kind of like, why would he leave that billion dollar lifestyle? He's got a supermodel wife and a, and a beautiful family and, and he's just getting shit on. <laughs> he was getting shit on every single day. So I don't know. I don't know what to believe, but 
I do know that that what they're trying to tell us every day is bullshit. I just know it in my bones, you know. And every now and again, I'm like, am I the crazy one? And I, I don't think I am. <laughs> You're not. Yeah. You're not. People know in their spirit what's real and false. They can lie to you. An atheist will tell you there's no God. But they know there's a God. They're obsessed by God. They know deep in their spirit that there's something, that there's uh, a God. But they're mad at them. You know, they, and I think a lot of these people... Well, some of them don't. Some of them really have drank the Kool-Aid. They really think they're the good guys. They yeah. think censoring you is the right thing to do. They, they would march you into a uh, uh, camp in two seconds and wouldn't feel guilty about it. They'd be like, well, they need re-educated. They don't believe in global warming. We better put them in the camp. Yeah. Well, um... This has been the most hilarious podcast ever. Well, you know, it, they're not they're not supposed to be funny. And and I I, I did uh you you make me laugh a lot. I laughed a lot of, of, during this uh podcast, but I was trying to figure out a way. I've got to do another one here in about 30 minutes, so I'm trying to figure Um it's a guy named Doug Alameda. Um funny dude. He's doing it live though. I've never done one live, so I've got to like do a little bit of uh, research on the topics they wanted to talk about. Um, he does this news thing, and I don't, I don't watch the news, so I don't know what the hell's going on. But um, I was gonna watch it to uh, check out some of the things that he was talking about, so I didn't look like a complete idiot on a live. Broadcast. Ask him if he's coronavirus. Uh, I, you know, he featured, not- he featured for me a few weeks ago, and I, I do believe that he thinks most of this is bullshit. So that's good, dude. I'll feature for you. Let me know, Len. I'll be there. Well, I'll see for you. I would love to, man. Um, is there anything you would like to say before we get out of here? Anywhere people can find you? Are you still doing a oh, YouTube? Are you still doing a YouTube video every day? Not every day, but I'm dropping them still every now and then. Okay. Uh, I'm on YouTube, Jake Anarino. Uh, the Jiu-Jitsu Lifestyle Podcast on YouTube also, uh, where me and my partner, who's a five fifth degree black belt under Helson Gracie, we have a little grappling podcast i'm on instagram i have funny videos and uh if you want to take a look at some of my old videos you could dig them up and see what i was talking about a year ago trying to warn everybody not to fall for this shit but unfortunately they didn't listen so here we are and you spell your name i-a-n-n-a-r-i-n-o is that right yep okay jake anarino all Dude, right, it's, good to, it's good to talk to you, man. We need to talk more often. Yeah, we should, because I need to talk to more like-minded people that won't, you know, I only have a few friends that I even talk to anymore, <laughs> you know, um, and no comedians. I, maybe maybe two or three people that I know of off the top of my head that uh, agree with the stuff we're saying, and the rest of them have just completely drank the Kool-Aid and believe all this bullshit. What about your Instagram numbers? Do you think most people are believing it, or do you have, like, people that are not believing it? You know, Instagram is the one thing I, I haven't really said much on. You know, I usually save my COVID stuff for... How about, what's Facebook? What's it look like there? That's got to be a bunch of people that are coroned out. You know, I have blocked... I have a joke in my act now where I say I've blocked more people this year than the Clintons have murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and and I have, man. Like, I, you know, speaking of communist China, I'm, 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 I'm taking a page out of their playbook because... Anybody who believes this bullshit or, or just won't listen to uh, common sense, I just fucking block them. If, they, if, they, if they're one of those people that always pops up just to give me shit, fuck off. You're, you're dead to me. I just murder them. You know, uh, I, I virtually murder them. So Good. 
and, and I've I've dwindled it down. Like there's not near as many people who pop off anymore because I've killed them all. Yeah. Oh well, <laughs> I'm just too good at arguing, and they just gave up. It, like a lot of them just stopped. Like I, I, these people they don't have reality yeah. behind them, and we do. Like so, it's hard to argue that. Oh my gosh, this is a terrible uh, pandemic. These comics will be like, oh my gosh, pandemic terrible. Buy tickets to my show next week. Motherfucker, you shouldn't be having a show next week. Yeah. It's a pandemic, remember? Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, I've lost quite a few friends this year, and, and I, I used to argue with people, and I'm pretty good at it too, but um, I have a little boy now, and it, it, it puts me in a bad headspace when I wake up and there's some comment from some dumbass... And I know that no matter how well I say what I'm going to say, and, and especially if I'm nice about it, they're still just going to come back with some snarky two-word answer. And I'm like, why did I just waste all that time trying to convince this moron, you know, whatever it is that I was talking about? And it, it puts no, me... Uh, and they always go with the personal insults and all that. It's it's just the same thing, dude. I I try. I, I delete a lot of people. My most of my uh, social media is locked down. You have. I have to actually, uh, you know, confirm you're allowed in. I don't just let anybody follow me. Yeah. But if you say, "Hey, I heard you on the Tim Gaither podcast," you're in. <laughs> you're you're added. Well, uh, whenever I uh, upload this, I will definitely send you the link, and if you could share it and all that, that'd be cool. Oh yeah, man. All right, buddy. Well, is there anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Um, uh, I just fucking smoke weed. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, God bless you. It was great to see you, Jake. And uh, we'll have some time. I will. We'll do this again because there's a lot of stuff we didn't even talk about. We could talk about um, non uh, things that piss us off. You know, things that don't piss we, us off. We could find something. We'll talk about that. <laughs> All right, buddy. Good to see you, man. I'll talk to you soon. See you. See you, Jake. You have to say leave meeting, I think, or otherwise you'll oh, just be shit. you'll just be hanging out. <laughs> uh, Jake Anarino. Hope you guys enjoyed that. The guy cracks me up. Uh, he always has. And like I said in the beginning of this, when I was introing him, um, if you get a chance to see his show, you should. He's. Uh, funny guy and he's not afraid of anything and and i think that this country needs more comedians like that uh make sure you subscribe to the channel i need to learn to say that in the beginning of these podcasts but i never do uh make sure you subscribe to the channel uh my web website is timgathercomedy.com you can follow all my social media links and i gotta get out of here but check out oh also go to making it happen m-a-c-a-n it happen.com help out little Bo Macon and his family and I think that's it. God bless all of you. Thanks for listening and take care. Bye. Do us both a favor and click on that subscribe button.